1: Welcome to the Beaver Sports Podcast, presented by the Fearless Campaign, in partnership with Toyota. Here are your hosts, Mike Parker and John Warren. Hi again, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the Beaver Sports Podcast. Mike Parker with John Warren. The podcast is made possible by Fearless, in partnership with Toyota, in honor of current, past, and future female role models and OSU student-athletes. We're excited to announce a new initiative, Fearless women of Oregon State Athletics. Fearless recognizes the excellence of our female student-athletes, educates our community about the many ways OSU athletics and our women's programs have redefined excellence in women's sports, and encourages beavers everywhere to give to the future of women's athletics at OSU. You can learn more by going to ourbeavernation.com fearless. And our thanks to Toyota for helping bring this sponsorship of Fearless to life. And, Doc, I'm going to give you the opportunity to thank Toyota for their sponsorship of an app that's starting to get rave reviews from people who have downloaded it and learned how to use it.
2: It's a new world, and Oregon State has simplified and enhanced the fan experience with the OSU Beavers mobile app presented by your local Toyota dealer's OSU Beaver's mobile available now for free in the Apple App Store, the Google Play Store, allowing fans to manage all their game day ticket needs, including purchase and entry. Fans can also use the app to transfer tickets to friends and for access to game day parking. By downloading, Beaver Nation can experience exclusive discounts and deals and have the opportunity to win exclusive prizes and participate in app-only game activations. So make sure you've downloaded the app today.
1: We are honored to be joined by a young man who has made a big splash in his Oregon State debut, freshman forward Michael Reti from Augsburg, Germany. Part of an exciting and compelling young group of players that Coach Tinkle and the Beavers have the honor of working with. And coming off a huge win over Cal in Berkeley. A lot of things to get to as we get to know Michael Reti together here on this week's edition. Mikey, hello. Thanks for taking time. Welcome into the podcast. First things first... How big was it for you guys to play the way you did, break through, and get that win on the road Sunday?
3: Uh, I think it was really big for us, especially now having our first road win. And we were always so close before against several teams that had a bad loss against Stanford, but I think our team bounced back really good. We showed heart, we showed character, and then get a good win against Kelly.
1: How have you managed, Michael, to keep the spirits up Keep the belief that, hey, what you're doing is going to pay off. You keep grinding, you keep working at it. How have you guys kind of held each other accountable to stay together and come through with a breakthrough win like that?
3: I think just the coaching staff, um, the people around the team, and the people in the team of are, uh, are my teammates, we're just trying to work hard. We know we were we are really close on games, but we also hungry, stay bought into the things Coach Tanker was saying to us, trying to execute a game plan and then win games.
2: Michael retired joining us here on this edition of the Beaver Sports Podcast. John Warren with Mike Parker. Michael, how have practice has gone since Stanford? You must have had a good one on Saturday. You come off with that really good victory over Cal. And then today I yep. know you had film session. How's that been going?
3: Uh, film session went really good. I mean, we're just preparing right now for uh, Utah tomorrow. I'm just going to go over what we're trying to do, what we're trying to uh, take, take away from them. Uh, player characteristics, and obviously teaching points. How are we going to win the game?
2: Now, this is a podcast, so we get into a few different things other than X's and O's and and games and whatnot. And uh, you know, you've you've got the accent, so I just want to ask you how it's been for you as uh, such a young person to come over to the states and be so far away from home and, and play basketball here in the state of Oregon. Are you, are you? Do you get homesick? I mean, how's that process been for you?
3: Um, the process was really good, especially in the summer when I came in here. Um, coaching staff, players, teammates, uh, even like the people who work for academics here really helped me to make the transition really easy. Uh, but obviously now over the last term, especially end of last term, the family visited me for Christmas. That was pretty nice. But uh, obviously sometimes I get homesick, especially when I talk to my mom or my sister or only on the phone. And then they tell me how's everything going back home, how the family events are, and obviously like I'm getting tired a little bit because I can't be there around them. But, I mean, I'm chasing my dream right here. I'm really grateful for the opportunity to play college basketball here in OSU. So it's not that bad. And, yeah, I mean, I got really good friends in now with the freshmen, especially with Tyler Bellido and Casey Beckwith. Uh I'm really good friends right now. And, I mean, they're there for me. So i got the family behind me here, too, with the coaching staff and the other teammates, too. So it's actually pretty easy.
1: Mikey, you, I had the pleasure of meeting your mom and sister during the Christmas holidays when they were over here to visit you. How special was that visit just to have them over here during that
3: time? I mean, obviously, it was really special, um, especially, like I said, uh, some weeks before I was really homesick. Um, so them coming in here for Christmas was nice especially for us and our family Christmas is still a really big event so having them around me spending some time with them they're going to see how we practice a little bit they saw us play against Oregon um, they seeing how I live here and everything I mean I think especially for them it was a great experience too to see me here living mm-hmm. so my mom and my sister are like are really, really happy of me and proud of me how I manage everything too and obviously, for me, seeing them was like really nice for me around Christmas.
2: Now, growing up in Germany, and you, I, I see that uh, you were on a number of uh, of uh, national teams and whatnot. Did you get some experience in being away from home with that, or was all of that closer to home?
3: Um, I mean, national team is normally like we have in the summer. We have um, some like national camps where we meet for like one one week, two weeks. And in certain part of Germany, so sometimes I'm close to home, but sometimes I'm far away from home. So I'm not home over the summer that much because I'm of the national team too. But I mean, especially last year, um, I wasn't living, uh, I was playing in Ulm, um, in the pro team and in the second team. And I wasn't living home. So I lived alone already for like one year by myself. But it has to be said that Ulm was really like this town I paid for is called Ulm. It's really close to my hometown. It's like only like a 50 minute drive. So I was living alone, but my mom and my sister, and my dad, came visit me at least probably once a week or twice a week. So it was like kind of in between. But I think it really helped me so far because obviously, like I had to do my own dishes, my own laundry, uh, manage my schedule by myself when I go to bed and everything. So yeah, I think that actually helped me pretty uh, a lot coming here to the States.
1: Michael, how did you and Oregon State connect? What was the original point of contact? Was it while playing for one of those national teams that Marlon or somebody found you? And How did take us through then how the relationship was built to become an Oregon State Beaver?
3: Um, I think the connection came especially through uh, Coach Marlon Stewart. Um, He reached out to me after me playing a really good um, European Championship. And then I think he was just in Germany um, recruiting, but not especially me. He was just like visiting different places and cities to watch games. Um, and then we were like talking to each other in person, and he was a really nice person. And then obviously, Oregon State started um, recruiting me more and more. And then, built a relationship with Coach Marlon over several months. Went on Zoom calls to see the campus uh, a little bit before I came to my visit. Um, spoke to Coach Tinkle. They offered me. And then come on my visit, feel really comfortable here, and then yeah, committed. Were there other and schools,
1: I, uh, Michael? Did you have other opportunities? I mean, did other schools from the United States come around? What were some of the other opportunities you considered coming out of high school and, and your national teams in Germany?
3: Uh, I mean, I was in contact with a lot of schools. I was talking to coaches from San Francisco, from New Mexico. I was talking to a coach from Dayton. But at the point, It has to be said, it was really hard for me to keep in contact with all those people because it was like, I was playing at that time for like um, four teams. I was playing with the pro team, had to have out there. Second team, then the high school team, that's like a kind of high school team. It's more like an under 18 in Germany where I played. The recruiting process was pretty rough for me. Um, I was in contact with other coaches, but then the only relationship I actually like felt really comfortable with because I wasn't like really decisive if I actually want to go overseas. At that point, Uh, I mean, not obviously something to come to the States. Um, So I was really comfortable with Oregon State. Mm.
2: Michael Ratai joining us here on this edition of the OSU Beaver podcast. How have your experiences with our culture and just uh, hanging around the guys and going to grocery stores and anything that's different than the way you grew up, have you enjoyed the United States?
3: Yeah, I mean, the culture here around is pretty nice, especially like – how the people act here? You know, like in Germany, the people are more like a little bit. Um, how can I say it? They're like not that. Uh, they're a little bit more introvert. Like here in the States, everybody's a little bit more friendly and talks about more stuff. For example, I have a, a really interesting story. When I came here the first days, um, I went to a dining hall. Um, some some random people I didn't know. Just came by and sit, sat there with me and wanted to talk about life in school and if I was an athlete, everything, mm. and especially that shows like the difference in the cultural environment between Germany and the States because that experience I, I never had that experience in the States before. So I feel like the people are a little, a little bit more open-minded here, and I think it's really nice, especially for me because I'm really like that too. Like I talk a lot, I'm always around. I'm not trying to be alone by myself. I like being around people and stuff
1: you When I asked you this, we only touched on it briefly, but as John mentioned, uh, Mikey, a, a podcast allows a little more exploration of things. You are interested okay. in, you're interested in cinema, And I asked you specifically, you know what okay, what kind of movies or and you cited Christopher Nolan. So I'm curious. I like Nolan's work. I've seen a lot of his movies, not all of them. So tell us a little bit about that. Did you grow up watching his films, and what are some of? nolan's movies that you enjoy
3: um i mean it's just like i don't know how i came to watching christopher nolan movies but just like especially interstellar I like a lot mm-hmm. um just the story the music behind the movie um then dark had the what is it the second the second batman movie
1: yes dark knight trilogy yeah, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah the dark knight trilogy especially the second one i like a lot um, I don't know. It's just like <laughs> he's just doing a great job in planning and creating good movies. Then, like, and if you look at Interstellar, great soundtrack. I think it's a great, like, it's one of my favorite movies. Great soundtracks, uh, great, like, great idea of a movie. I obviously don't want to spoil the movie, but like, the ending of the movie is like really good too. Um, the whole plot. I think it's just like a really great movie to watch. Long movie too. So I like long movies, not like short movies.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And. Same 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 for the Dark Knight Rises uh, or for like the Batman movies, especially the second one, and then with the creation of I think like Joker, one of the best picture characters in the whole
1: yeah
3: in the whole movie or cinema market. Um, how he played his role, how he was cur- uh, how the uh, choreography was about him and Batman. Um, like I think just like that's like both movies are just like masterpieces to me. And then started to follow Christopher Nolan's movies more. Like like a, lot, like a lot of his different movies, but like only two I want to mention right now is like Batman and probably the Interstellar movie, right. like most.
1: Dunkirk is excellent. Uh, Memento is good. The Prestige. Yeah, is, yeah. The, yeah, Memento. I don't know if you've seen great, the yeah. Prestige about the magicians and all of that. Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. That's also very good. And he's got one coming out that I'm really looking forward to. I don't know if you would historically or whatever, but Oppenheimer, he's got a biopic coming out about J. Robert yeah, Oppenheimer. I yeah, I mean, I don't know if you know much of Oppenheimer's history, but it's very interesting, and in Christopher Nolan's hands, I'm sure it'll be a visually fascinating, and the Michael story will be well told. Do you have interest, Michael, in podcast. someday maybe trying your hand? Is that a possible career path after basketball to get involved in filmmaking?
3: Oh, I don't know. That's actually a good question. Maybe I don't think maybe I have it to be like an actor or just being involved in a setting. i obviously wanted to try it. Um but I feel like if I would be in a movie maybe like more like like interstellar movies not like I w- I wouldn't probably be in action movies like Tom Cruise or anything or um I don't know James Bond. I like like the movies like who are like where you have to think like inception, Shutter island, interstellar right. something like that. Right. I would have a lot of fun in being in that movie. but yeah, it would be a really good, fun experience to make a, especially but if I would work in that genre, I'm not sure maybe.
2: Okay okay nice. We'll take a time out and continue our conversation with Michael Ratai of Oregon State men's basketball, but want to remind you that Oregon State and BECU have teamed up to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Title IX this year. The campaign will focus on celebrating the stories of many of the great women's student athletes at Oregon State throughout the years. To hear these stories, visit
1: OSUBeavers.com. And believe it, the campaign for Oregon State University celebrates Beavers doing the unbelievable and inspires support for the next generation of OSU changemakers. Learn more at OSUBelieveIt.org. All right, more of our conversation continuing with Michael Ratai
2: here for this week's edition of the Beaver Sports Podcast. Um, Basketball, this team, lots of youth, and you're a part of that as a freshman. What do you think the potential is, and are things starting to come together a little bit?
3: Uh, I think our potential is really, really high. Um, Like you said, we are a really young group who still, I mean, we, we gain a lot of experience right now, and I think that will pay off, especially now in the end of the season, And the beginning of our next season because we have a lot of freshmen who have have a lot of experience. The next year, especially now in the end of the season, it came to show, especially against California, that we play way more mature, like as a team, and we understand uh, the systems we are in, and like play more disciplined, don't turn the ball that much over anymore. And yeah, I think we have we have. I really like. I don't don't want to say unlimited potential, but we have uh, a lot of potential, especially with our young group right now.
1: Did you grow up, I understand you picked up a basketball or started playing hoops at around five years of age, which is pretty young. Did you grow up with a hero, uh, a role model, people from your native land or or elsewhere that you looked up to and and really got inspired by when you started to play basketball?
3: Uh, Probably my my biggest role model is just my mom. Um, I don't have a special, like, I have a favorite basketball player, but when I was growing up, my mom was my role model because um, she just did so much things. Like Especially my mom and dad did so much things for my, my, me and my sister. Growing up, driving us to school, taking care of us, making food, putting us into a sports club, uh, making sure we get enough activity, don't be on the television all the time and everything. Just the way she educated me and my sister. My dad educated me and my sister. Um, yeah, I always took up to her, how she managed everything. With, um, I mean... I me and my an easy easy babies. We were crying a lot. I was eating a lot, and <laughs> um she managed everything uh, really good, so I'm really grateful for my mom and would say that growing up she was she was definitely my role model.
2: Where did you get your height?
3: My height that's a good question actually, <laughs> because my mom is not that tall, I think in foot she would be like, I don't know like maybe five five mm-hmm. my dad is six one. <laughs> But um, the, my grandparents from my dad's side and the grandpa from my mom's side. So the grandpa from my mom's side is really tall, and the grandparents from my dad are really tall. So I think the my African grandma, my African granddad, uh, the aunt actually died already, so I never met them. But my mom, my dad told me they were like both around like six five. Mm-hmm. I think that they, my grandma, my grandpa was even taller. He was like six six seven, and my grandma was. I really tall him she was like six five. So probably from them. But my mom, and my dad are actually not
1: that big, so right, yeah, right. I met your not mom. I met your mom and didn't, you know. I mean, she, she had nice <laughs> yeah, nice height. But I did, you know. I thought, well, it must come from dad. But you're saying your dad's only about six one too, so that's interesting. Michael, another big man and an exciting, young, compelling player. You mentioned Casey Abekwe. I was so proud. We- I was so proud of him. What were your thoughts about how he played over the weekend in the Bay Area? And just what his potential is, what you see in Casey a big way?
3: Um, the exciting part about Casey is that the most people obviously just watch our games, don't see it in practice. Um, Casey is really hardworking, especially before our pack, pack season started on our pack games. He was having extra workouts and everything. Um, he's killing, like, he's actually like destroying our big men in the post, like me, like me Tyler, even Rod. I have to struggle with KC because he's just like a really big kid. He knows how to move his uh, feet really quick and finishes good. So, yeah, he's going to be a big factor for us. And on the end of the season with Cho still being out. Uh, and, yeah, he's doing a great job, I feel like, especially against California. You could see what he's capable of doing, blocking shots, mm. being a present in the paint, um, getting the ball against players and just like just dominating them in the paint. I feel like he has a lot of potential and he will be a big player in the next
1: years. As will you. Final thing. We close on this. John asked about the basketball part of it. What What is the one thing, I guess, Michael, that you would say in your game and making the adjustment to this level after playing at a high level in Europe, the biggest mm-hmm. things you're working on that you want to keep getting better at, so to speak, the rest of this season and beyond, what are aspects of your game that you're uh, focusing on? Uh,
3: Basketball-wise, I want to be um, even more... I mean, I'm, just, I'm really consistent right now with three-point shooting, but if you look at the beginning of the season, I was struggling a little bit, but I found myself now and shooting a good percentage, so I want to stay consistent with my three-point shooting. And then just overall, I don't have like any area where I just want to improve myself, but I would say just like make better decisions. If you can uh, t- name it like that, sometimes I feel like I'm doing a bad decision because I'm thinking too fast mm-hmm. and then turn the ball sometimes over. So I just wanna be like a little bit more patient and read the floor more before I make my decision. Michael then, Yeah, go ahead. And then maybe a lot of another thing is like uh just like it's not basketball wise, but just getting more physical. Um especially like I feel like me and Tyler Bildo, uh helping out in the five that much, um we both have to gain pounds and get even bigger so we can stay ground more on against bigger players, and yeah, I think those two areas, Arizona, improved the most.
1: It has been a real pleasure to get to know you a little bit, to watch you play, Michael. Thanks for making time for this podcast for us. We'll see you this week with the Mountain Schools and then down to Arizona and a lot of exciting basketball left. Thank you for making time for us this week, Mike. We appreciate it.
3: Yeah, thanks for the invitation. Thanks for having me.
1: Michael Rittai, our guest on the Beaver Sports Podcast. Michael Rittai, our guest on the Beaver Sports Podcast, brought to you in part by your local Toyota dealers, creating the first-ever official fan club for your favorite pet, Benny's Buddies. Each member of Benny's Buddies gets an official social media filter. Toyota and Oregon State will be giving away collars, leashes, treats, toys, game tickets, and so much more. All you need to do is get your pet signed up today at osubeavers.com slash Benny's Buddies. And move up in your career by earning an Oregon State degree online. Choose from 100-plus programs, including business, computer science, and natural resources. You can explore them all at ecampus.oregonstate.edu. Well, that's going to do it for this week's edition. We look forward to trying it again next week. Mike Parker for John Warren. Our thanks to Mikey Rittai for joining us, and thank you for listening on the Beaver Sports Podcast. So long. This has been the Beaver Sports Podcast, presented by the Fearless Campaign, in partnership with Toyota. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Beaver Sports Network.